This is the chop up, trying to get chopped up, not get slapped up. You already know. You know what I'm saying? We finna get this thing popping, staying cracking. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, shout out to everybody in between too. You know what I'm saying? But I'm right, gonna start right. this off with some J. Cole, actually. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna start this off with a little J. Cole uh, a lyric. You know what I'm saying? That I feel like something I've been thinking about all day. You know, J. Cole once said, uh, what's the price on the black man life? I checked the toe tag, not one zero in sight. Woof. Shout out to all black people this morning that woke up and this throughout this day. They just carried a heavy heart where they was questioning the value of life because I know, you know what I'm saying, I kind of was one of those people. And I, I kind of understand, too, how it's a bittersweet thing because usually police get off, you know what I'm saying, or don't get convicted at all. In this instance, you know what I'm saying, a very rare instance, you know, we have a conviction and still so many of us are still not satisfied. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Damo, you got anything to add to that before I, you know what I'm saying, before, before we start asking questions and things? Yeah, hey, I mean, you know, of course, as we as we had a conversation about her and the implications of uh, racism, white supremacy, um, you know, how that shit impacts, like, these type of conversations, let's also remember that, you know what I mean, it was that it, it's a young man at the center of this, and at the same time, it's, it's a family that's dealing with that loss you feel me so i mean we're gonna talk about that more in terms of you know what that means for the larger conversation but you know i just i definitely just want to point that out and like at the center of all this social conversation it's a family dealing with they loss you know what i'm saying so, i ain't got the audio yet see the audio coming in is the audio coming in yet can you can you hear me yeah yeah i hear you i hear you i can't hear you yet hold on let's see what's going on yeah, man. Hey, and while while George making sure you get his shit right, listen, we want to hear from y'all. You feel me? Toy and I here. We see Malachi already in the chat. We're gonna get to your comments too. Appreciate you coming through, Malachi. But what's y'all? Hey, what was y'all? Bring, bring, bring back in. Okay, Damo. Yeah, I could. Yeah. All right. I'm about to. I'm about to let you leave. Um, but you know, while George get his shit worked out, um, what are y'all thoughts on this shit? You feel me? What are y'all thoughts on? What was y'all initial reaction? Did y'all think she was gonna get the murder charge? What did y'all? What do y'all think about the ten year sentence? You feel me? And then, of course, what do y'all think about the hug? You feel me? What do y'all think about the hug? He couldn't hear us. He couldn't hear me though. So that was that was the problem with the, uh, that was a problem with the audio. And of course, I gotta shout out one of my favorite people of all time. You feel me? My cake partner. You know what I mean? Faith Lee is Mrs. George Lee. Faith Lee is in the building. And we appreciate you joining us. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, she also had a very funny video. She had a very funny live today. Y'all go check that out. Uh, check out Faith Page and see she out here wilding. And then let us know if um if if George is is too nice. If he too nice, we bringing George back in the building though. Can you hear me, bro? Uh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm back in, back in. My wife had called me. You know what I'm saying? So you know I had to answer that phone call, of course. You know what I mean? But she 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 looked like she tuned in with us tonight. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my wife. Yeah, this, oh this yeah, you know, I, you know I gave it a uh I gave it a correct shout out. I gave it definitely yeah, I definitely I'll, gave it a yeah, correct well, shout I'll, out. Yeah, well, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Well uh, uh 
I see I see Malachi had already had uh, threw a comment in about, you know what I'm saying, just, you know, I guess black suffering, you feel me? Uh, before I read that comment, Damo, you know what I'm saying, I was I was talking about, you know, that Jake, I was trying to use a J. Cole frame just to talk about, I know how everybody coming in with heavy hearts and heavy, heavy minds, just about, you know what I'm saying, what what took place, you know what I'm saying, throughout this week, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, I feel like, um, really, I think her getting convicted in the first place for murder, I think that that was, you know, unprecedented. You know, given I think the last yeah. time they, I think they said the last time that they uh, charged a cop with murder in Dallas, Texas was like 1969 or some shit like that. So, yeah, she ain't know that. Yeah, yeah so, you know, it's, definitely big. it's unprecedented. I do think it's interesting that it was a white woman, though. I definitely, I definitely, I definitely, I definitely do think that there's a lot to be said about how typically, you know, police officers are not, you know what I mean? I feel like held accountable for murder, but when it comes to like white women, white police officers, that's women or black men as police officers, there's a different mode of accountability. Cause there's also a big case going down, you know what I'm saying? In Houston, Texas, where there was a police officer that, uh, that, uh, pretty much boxed a drug bust and went in and killed two white people and a dog, you know what I'm saying? From doing, like, and so he posted like, had lied, you know what I mean? About, how he did the drug bus and why he was doing the drug bus or whatnot. You feel me? So, yeah, and and, and also uh, definitely got to point out that uh, when it come when it uh, when it came to Amber Geiger as a person, a lot of this shit about her personal life, about her texting the nigga. You feel me? Uh, yeah. Not not both of them, but uh, texting her her life mistress or boyfriend her partner? Like some, yes. say, say boyfriend yeah. say boyfriend it's some shit like that they, you feel me so that's how they, that's how they said it on the, on 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 the uh, in, in the courtroom they refer to her as boyfriend how you how you, you see and, and this is this is only something that white women get how she get to call the nigga her boyfriend and he married See, 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 I think that that's a whole, I feel like it's a whole bunch of just different phenomenons. Feel, I feel like just to unpack it with the whole shit, because when you think about it too, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it's, it's also a lot to be said about how the, the law kind of always is able to rationalize with how black women are able to be, I mean, I mean, how white women are able to be implicated in like black suffering and black death. So I find that's, that's that's something I always uh, think about, especially when the, these things come up. Yo, and I I, I want to get to these comments before we we actually get into yeah. it because they're actually getting it in now. Uh, so Malachi is like, so why do we view the murder of black men? And I and th- actually this goes into what you're trying to talk about now, yeah. George. Why do we view the murder of black men as the murder of black people and not the spe- the specific targeting black men specifically because of how black men are scripted through the lens of white supremacy? Let's clear that up. Uh, I.e., why do we speak in general rather than specific terms? Hmm. So what he asking, George, is in terms of uh, when we talk about black people getting black man, uh, a black man being killed. Why do we refer to, refer to that black man as all of us? As yeah. why do we refer to him as black men as opposed to a black man when we talk about this type of shit? To me, man, shout out to Dr. Ronald Judy. You know what I'm saying? I think that is, I feel like when it comes to niggas, we never get niggas or black people. But I'm going to say, like, I feel like I'm, I'm going to feel like niggas. I think that in the, individually, we always kind of, always already living in like the space of niggadom. 
You know what I'm saying? But I think that for niggas, we never get to be seen as individuals. We always seen as being a part of a bunch. You know what I'm saying? The same reason why, you know what I mean, when we watch the read, when we read the news or watch the news, you know what I'm saying? They don't just say a man, they say a black man. So we know that that kind of brings a certain type of implication to all black men that fit the identity of being a black man. That's the reason why I think it. But that's also the reason why I tried to start with the J. Cole, you feel me, and saying that, you know, J. Cole once said, you know, I checked the price on the black man life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Check the toe well, tag. Yeah, not one zero in sight. He said, you know, he said, it's what's the price ten... of the black man life? But it may be 10 years, though. The price may but be 10 years. it may years. be 10 Shout years. out to Tiffany in the building. Thank you for joining us. Toya is at a debate tournament. Uh, But she definitely appreciates you being in the building tonight. Um, But yeah, the, pri the price is 10 years. And, but what I want to get from you, George, though, is what was your initial reaction when the when the guilty verdict came in? Came in in the morning. When the when the guilty verdict came in, my yeah. initial my my initial response was, I mean, my initial feeling was kind of a bit of sigh of relief, thinking like, damn, at least like I'm glad she didn't get off. You know what I'm saying? But it, like as soon as as soon as I felt that feeling of kind of exhilaration, I was automatically hit with skepticism because like, all right. You know what I'm saying? Now she's been convicted, but you know what I mean? So I start, I started I immediately. I started Googling things and seeing like what, how murder is in Texas. Even I'm a native in Texas and born and raised in Texas. Shit, I was interested on what the minimum and the maximum was. So once I learned it was five and 99 years, I definitely got nervous. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Um, and you know, I definitely didn't think that she was going to get no type of maximum just based off the fact that, you know, that, that, that presumption of innocence that, well, she didn't really mean to, was she always going to play a big role in it. Because it's persuasive. Oh, right, yeah, right. I mean, you, you get kind of, you get more suspect when the when the racist ass uh, text and her talking shit about Martin Luther King. When that shit come out, then you start to call shit into question. But, um, you see, I you feel like me uh, watching part of the cross-examination too made me already call some of her humanity into question. When the prosecutor is asking her, so after you shot, because at first she tried to lie and say that she didn't know where she shot him. You know what I'm saying? She didn't know where to treat, she, she, she couldn't treat him because she didn't know where the bullet was, but she knew she shot him in the chest because she told, you know what I'm saying, the, 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 the 911 operator there, she shot him in the chest. You know what I'm saying? And then she basically, you know, police officers are trained to be able to give some type of, you know, uh, 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 like nursing or some type of CPR or some shit. And try to you know sustain life until you know what I'm saying the emergency get there until you know until like the ambulance get there. Shit, she didn't do nothing. She watched them bleed and watched them die. You know what I'm saying? So to me, once those text messages came out, to me, I think I, I already held her into being a part of the in philosophical terms that libido economy or that desire of seeing black suffering or that desire of having an antagonism towards black people is based off of the comments that she's already said about all black people. Yeah, and and I also think going back to just her uh her perception, even amongst white people, her sleeping with somebody else's husband. You feel me? Like the oh, sex yeah. thing before she was coming in. So it, it was a lot of things that that kind of already called into question, like her as a person. But yeah. I will say this, and this may be this may be unpopular as hell, but I I don't think that had enough to do with her actually shooting the nigga. To be implied in this in this instance, and this is why, because like yeah, she wasn't paying attention because she was doing the freaky hoe shit. Mm. You know, I mean, <laughs> no disrespect <laughs> to freaky hoes, but <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, ain't nothing wrong with it. Ain't nothing wrong with it. But I mean, no, that's what I'm saying. No, no, yeah. ain't no slush shaming. Let your life. But that's what it looked like. You feel me? 
uh but home records though everybody feel it so you should feel a certain way about home records um so but from the perspective of all right i'm doing some dumb shit i'm accidentally walking into somebody else fucking <laughs> just from that perspective alone it's all you already kind of losing a lot of legitimacy i'm sexting i'm walking into the wrong motherfucking house so you really not paying attention then you see a nigga get up and you like as a cop whoa whoa get your ass get your ass you feel me now as a little white woman i'm pretty sure she's terrified you feel me now definitely terrified. disclaimer i'm not making any excuses for this hoe i'm literally just describing like from an objective yes and i'm speaking objectively from the position of somebody that's in, in the courthouse right right so from that perspective it's like okay yeah it's murder because you was sexting and went into the wrong nigga house you feel me and killed that nigga but there this was an instance in which you had quick decision making and your decision making was wrong and it was the worst kind of wrong you feel me there was no premeditated i want to go out and kill black people even though you know i think all white people fit like have some sort of text that she had got caught with you feel me it was it was the lack of the uh murderous intent behind going into the apartment that kind of led them to the 10 years that made the 10 years kind of make sense see but i think that's the part of the controversy of it because all that benefit of the doubt and context of it you know what i'm saying where it's not just as cut and dry because it's like shit i feel like the reason why i think my 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 mind and heart been so heavy about this shit is that i'm born and raised in texas so i never know niggas that's been sentenced 45 years you know what i'm saying for selling dope you feel me shit my cousin doing life you know what i'm saying for robbery you feel me and it's just like okay he has priors so does three robberies equal you know what I'm saying, murder. You feel me? And if three, you know what I'm saying, robberies equal a murder, how come he got life? You know what I'm saying? And she got 10 years. You know what I'm saying? And to me, I think that that's 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 to me, that's part of the thing. Cause it's like it's like in America, we have a clause that is equal protection under law. And time after time after time after again, it seemed like you know, black people always under under the law, and you know, law enforcement always seemed to be above it. You know what I mean? And it's just yeah, you know, but it, yeah, yeah, and and that's something that can't be taken away from the scenario. I think it's in terms of how we had this conversation because it's like it is like that's just the reality that we understand of blackness. We knew that she wasn't gonna get the same time that your cousin was gonna get, or, or, or nowhere facts. near close to it, just that's because the, that's the, it's messed up part of the issue, though. Right? It's 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 some innocence that it it's some innocence that uh she can't. That that whiteness just provides her, and I think uh, yeah. it's 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 like the what I would consider it the luxury of compassion. Niggas definitely. don't get the luxury of compassion. Definitely, we don't definitely. get we don't get the we well, you know he came from a bad is. family you know or he saying? made a bad yeah. decision. I mean, and, and, no and I say that there, there are mental health, right? And I mean, no, I do feel I do feel like there are instances in where that may happen. But on the on a on a uh, systematic the trend scale, scale, you know, in terms of trends and patterns and systems and institutions, that shit don't happen. We do not get the luxury of compassion, and I think that's the best way to phrase that shit. And I'm a, I'm a copyright that shit, trademark it, do all of yeah. that shit because and then, and then let's get some some of these. Uh, as you say what you're saying is getting some of these comments too. For sure, uh, because I feel like in terms of when when it gets to that sentencing phase, even though Amber Geiger was as guilty as hell. You feel me? That it, it was the idea that, that you know intent. You know what I'm saying, and everything else that allowed them to still give her that that presumption of some sort of innocence that's completely denied to niggas. But uh, let's let's take a look at these. 
Yeah. Let's take a look uh, at these uh, say, these comments. Uh, yeah. uh, so faith, said didn't expect conviction or ten years later, or didn't expect the conviction or the ten years. Or ten years, yeah. I expected the conviction. I was like, it's no way as hell she gonna get away with this one. I actually, I the, I got the ten. I expected the ten years too. I think the ten years is more plausible than the conviction. To be for real, um, Mrs. Lee said, "That's Faith Lee." Is is there a line that is getting blurred with this case? People are being very disrespectful to the family and their beliefs. Keep in mind, we as people do not know Mr. Jean personally. We're gonna get into that in the second in the second part of the, the next chop. We definitely gonna get in. We gonna get an answer to the next chop. And we're not going to squash you. We're going to help you out. Because I think you actually on to something that more people need to talk about that's not being discussed. Uh, let's get it. Definitely, let's get definitely. into some of these reactions, though. Uh, let's see here. Tiffany said, I had mixed feelings, but it made me think, how will we pay for this? I know that sounds bad, but I really felt that way. And I also felt like, how did the woman get a guilty verdict off camera when men cops have gotten not guilty on camera? That's a good ass question. And I and that's why I, I think it speaks to kind of like the moral uh part of being country racist white. You know what I'm saying? Like you get you can be because blackness is deviant. Blackness so if you caught up in sexual right, but so white people can be deviant, and she was in some sexually deviant shit. You feel me? I'm and I'm also say say simply white people can be deviant, black people are deviant, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like she was doing, she was doing deviant shit. You feel me? She was doing niggas that get, yeah. Uh, let's see. All right, so Faith responded to, uh, yeah. Who's to say she clearly didn't mean to? She may been in the shock after she shot him. You can't have training, but if it's the first time you've watched someone die, how do you know she's had the desire to see a black person suffer? Sexton just meant she was very distracted. I think that black, I think that police officers all up. All police officers take an oath and they're trained to be able to uphold the law and to be able to uphold humanity. Somehow there's always a suspension of being in shock or being in fear when it comes to sustaining black life. But when it comes to sustaining other lives, maybe white, you know what I'm saying? There's to me always some type of hesitation, you feel me, to go through. You know what I'm saying? She shot him in the chest, you feel me? So she shot him in the chest meant that she was shooting to kill. You feel me? I've seen white people be disarmed with guns with beanbags. You know what I'm saying? I've seen white people be disarmed for 10 hours. <laughs> you feel me? And nobody, you know what I'm saying, do anything because they're trying to literally diminish the situation and kind of bring the situation down before they go in guns firing, guns blazing. Right. And I think that they're there's trying to a mediate the situation. That, you know yeah. They're trying to mediate the situation. And what I'm saying is that when it comes to black folks and black folks being murdered, we don't usually see that type of mediation, that type of hesitation, that type of skills to de-escalate that, that type of compassion. That we don't see that. For life. We're not afforded the luxury me. of compassion. And, and and I think that to, to 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 answer my wife a little bit more, I think that when it comes to her being able to be held responsible for it, I think that her background gets tied, should be tied into it because, you know what I'm saying, that's how everybody's background gets tied into the law when you go to court. You feel me? They literally do some type of character, you know what I'm saying? You know, testimony, some type of character background check. You feel me? And it's like, shit, we see how she felt about black people and black life. So it wasn't just some, you know, random thing that happened. You feel me? Yeah, a random thing happened that she accidentally went into the wrong, wrong house, but it wasn't a random thing that happened that she just, you know what I'm saying, just uh, uh, led to black suffering. That's what I think. Right. And I think, uh, I think what Jaleesa was talking about is her about her being terrible at her job yeah that's all of these yeah. cops 
That's all of uh, these cops. Because when she, the, the idea of her being in shock or being in fear for her life, that's the that's the catchphrase. That's what they go to, right? That's their number phrase. one defense. And you two, feel me? Like say back to blue. When they say back to blue, or blue lives matter. The first thing they run to is that these people put their lives on the line every single day. You know, what right? I'm saying? So I don't know right. why there's always a forced choice of if it's whether me or you. There's got to be you. I don't know why that has to be literally the conclusion that we come to for police and killing black people. But we never come to that conclusion. You feel me? When it comes to when it comes to white, white people, people. Yeah, other yeah. way around. You feel me? Just yeah. Like, that's not. A, that's not. A, that's not. A, that's not a narrative. And 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 to take that to a and to take that to another level, um, you know, because. Of, of that's kind of like the obvious parts of uh of what's being and said. That's why I mean equal protection under the law. Because then the last thing I say on this too is that when you think about her being terrible at her job, let's think about anybody in the medical field. You know what I'm saying? If they make an accident, you feel me? They have an accident and they, you know what I'm saying, they kill somebody, you feel me, in a way that seems as being negligent, they're gonna get charged for that and they're gonna they're not gonna be seen as somebody that was, you know, saving lives or somebody that was putting their life on the line every day. You feel me? And shout out to yeah. all the nurses and doctors out there. You know what I'm saying? They finna go take their ass to jail. And why in the line of duty they kill somebody? You going to jail? Yeah, and I'm and I think it, Oklahoma. And and I think it's in the the deeper level of that. And I know George always like to go into philosophy, but I'm gonna go ahead and do it this time. You feel me? What my nigga George Yancey talk about when he talk about uh, ontologically freezing the black body? Ontologically like, freezing. We have like our identities are tied so closely to uh deviancy and and criminality that when malachi says that uh nah cops are good at their jobs what he's mm-hmm. saying is that it's your it's their job to kill niggas that's why that that reaction is uh is, is appropriate because the niggas will kill you white people yeah. talk them down you feel me but the niggas will kill your ass you feel yeah. me yeah. and that has yeah. to do that's to do with the ontological conversation the way that yeah. black has been created yeah. And and defined within our society has made and it to where our skin tone has a particular definitely. meaning that literally attract bullets. You feel oh, me? Yeah. It's like that shit then, is a magnet. And then I know that Melikai's comment by saying, "Nah, cops are good at their job in relation to killing black people." I think that it can be understood abstract on some philosophical shit, but there's a way to make it real. So when Amber Geiger is able to admit. You feel me? And able to acknowledge that she shot him and killed him. And then when she goes for her plea and she pleads not guilty, you know what I'm saying? To me, that says a lot in terms of, you feel me, how black suffering is tied to the law. And I think that we can say how we can permute the law anyway, but I think that we have to be real and talk about how there are certain things that is literally codified in the law. It's structured mm-hmm. in the law. It's embedded mm-hmm. like a social fabric, like thread in my t- in my jersey. It's like, you know what I'm saying? My, my, my jersey made up of different threads. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Part of the threads that make up the law. You know what I'm saying? And I say this is a person that teach that, that, that you know what I'm saying, that a child, you know, education is elevation. But I recognize that it's some black suffering that's codified in the law. It's part of the structure and part of the threads. Yo, and so, and so, and that's why when I think let's 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 sit on this murder conversation real quick, yeah, because she pled not guilty. She pled. What we know not about guilty. niggas, we what we know about niggas is niggas usually take pleas. What? The reason why take niggas pleas. take pleas is because if you don't take that plea, they come in for your head. So they're gonna give yeah. you, you know, what I'm saying what they feel like is fair. But then if you plead not guilty, 
If they find definitely, you guilty, definitely. they hit you with the max. Hit you, hit you, hit you with the you max. And then, Here and we... then, then, then I can give another example. This on this example, this in the state of Texas. You know what I'm saying? And again, and I feel like right now I'm bringing up people that have priors because, because again, I just made an analysis that I think nobody would disagree about, about how black people are codified in the law. So we know that black people are more suspected, therefore we're more detected, therefore we're usually more punished. So when it comes to me bringing up people that have priors, I'm also calling those priors into question. You know what I'm saying? Because my daddy, you feel me, shit, he was he he was caught with uh nine pounds of weed, eighteen thousand dollars of cash. You feel me? And the reason why I'm saying this because it's already public record. It's weird. It's like this dry session, <laughs> just telling business. You feel me? Yeah. And yeah plus, everybody yeah. where I'm from, I already probably looked it up on the internet anyway. You know what I'm saying? But right. You know what I mean? Shit, he went to he he went to court. You feel me? He went to court and they gave him a plea deal. You know what I'm saying? His his he, he took fifteen years. That was his plea deal. You know what I'm saying? For selling weed. You know what I mean? Shit, they told him if he took it to court, he was looking at 25 to life. You know what I'm saying? So, of course, he took the plea deal. So, what I know about the state of Texas, though, if you do your research, you know what I'm saying, 95%, you feel me, of their cases, so, you know what I'm saying, shit, one of them, their plea deals. You feel me? So, most black folks don't even take that shit to court. You feel me? So, again, mm -hmm. we ask the question, what does it mean for Amber Geiger to admit to murder but still plead not guilty? This calls into question Melikaz, you know what I'm saying, comment about cops being good at their job and question to, you know what I'm saying, killing black people. And, and before we go, I want to be clear to everybody that's listening to how to bring this up. My comments should not be interpreted as merely being anti-police or merely being saying fuck the law. And I'm right. literally being critical of the law and how black people relate to it. Again, right. my words should not be interpreted as me having no regard for the law, as me saying fuck the police, as me saying I'm making I'm, I'm saying something much more critical and complex and nuanced than that. So give a nigga much more credit if y'all trying to play a little sound bite. You know what I'm saying? And the, and the funny thing about it is, and the funny thing about it is, they're going to completely ignore everything you just said to be like George. I, and hey, it is what it, hey, 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 it is what it is, but I want to let y'all know <laughs> I understand. I don't understand how I'm interpreting. I understand how I'm interpreting. So I want to make that clear. And it's, it's, it's a shame that I have to even make that disclaimer. You know what I'm but, saying? But you know, that's a, that's a... forgiveness in a minute and black emotions and black feelings in a minute. But we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna, we're gonna get into it in a minute. But what, me having to do that disclaimer is a part of how black emotions and black feelings are always, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Bro, it's the same thing is it's the same thing that why black lives matter is juxtaposed to all lives matter. Yep. Right? Blackness yep. is just is, is typically, you know, what I'm saying is it's, de it's deviated or it's it's contrasted. To everything else, you know what I'm saying, and that's, that's why. Right. And, and, shout out to see, Sam and, and, too. Shout out to Sam. Shout out to Sam. Goddamn. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get the Sam comment too. That's yeah. why I put it there. But check this out though. This is to everybody that's kind of like, oh y'all talking this black, this white shit, this all that. Yo, what niggas need to understand is that juxtaposition is important because, and I, I don't think niggas pay enough attention to this motherfucking the, the idea of a double consciousness. You feel me? Double consciousness. And How black people perceive. How black people perceive their own communities is completely different to how the world perceives their communities. And what's important is that we got to understand both. We need to understand how we see ourselves and what we understand, you know what I'm saying, the importance of what we do within our own communities, our culture, and all that other shit. But then we also need to be able to analyze that next to how we perceived in the rest of the world. You feel me? So when we sit here and say, if a black person does this, they get this. If a white person does this, they get that. Niggas be sitting there thinking like, man, they be on that same shit. Nigga, that's that. That's that. Because understanding that distinction is important to how we move. 
You not only me? that, that's it's not just us that bring up the race either, though. If you look at any test score, if you look at any statistic, whether we're talking about pol- politically, socially, economically, there's always going to be a racial component or a racialized lens and how they take that statistic down. So it's not just us that's bringing up race. It's just that how we bring up race, you feel me, is usually brought with an ugly truth. And what I've learned when it comes to racial literacy, folks don't like seeing that ugly truth. You feel me? Because it's not just, right. you know, shit, go to any college, in, any college, any job. They're going to look that at cognitive you know, Bro. They're, yeah, they're gonna look at their demographics. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna always yeah. look at demographics. You know what I'm saying? So when we start bringing up demographics and being critical of it, shit, the time the way I can tell, you know what I'm saying, and, and tuck it between your legs, then you feel me? It's the time to come on and, and you know, feel me, explore and you know what I'm saying? Let's break down some shit. Uh, so then Sam was like, also where the gun control people at? Why aren't they going after the idea of off duty service weapons? I seen that question be brought up, and that's that that is interesting. I really don't get, but, I don't get that question. Okay, so I mean, what he's I mean, saying, I get it, but I don't get it. <laughs> okay, so what's what, what Sam is saying is that um, it something needs to be said about officers who carry their guns with them off duty, right? So if you off duty, your gun should be somewhere else. That's that's hey, a part from, of the argument. I'm from Texas and I live in Oklahoma. It's a whole bunch of you feel me? Like what you what? I don't get that. Look, Sam from, from Kansas. Questions. I don't even know why he's yeah. talking like that. I'm about Sam to say, from Kansas. Well, you know what I'm saying? Sure, I can go to 7-Eleven right now, you feel me, and see somebody that ain't never took no oath and never had no badge, got their weapon brandished. You know what I'm saying? Wearing it like a goddamn phone clip, you know what I'm saying? Like a, like right. a pocket chain, like a wallet chain or something like that. Yeah, that's 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 they you know, guns is like in the south, especially Texas, like guns is everything, you feel me? Like that's like shit. That's that's just as much as of, a, of they they freedom of speech and they right to bear arms. They can't tell you shit else about the Constitution, but they can tell mm-hmm. you them motherfuckers on God. <laughs> but yeah. uh, but but uh, to to speak to that though, a part of the reason why that's not a part that's not a part of the conversation is because liberals' association with the police apparatus. You feel me? Like so, although uh, they're critical, like while liberals are critical of white people or of, of uh, white officers killing black people they won't equate that to the system of policing like we do they equate mm-hmm. it to more like individualized action liberal yeah liberals individualize these types of exceptions to of the rules right like they, they you know place in a this, vacuum. this is so how we can sit here and say oh you know that's how policing works they kill niggas to them it's like no they're you know that's not there's really that, what happens that, yeah, this yeah. is a worst case scenario you know I mean, that's why liberals ain't involved in that. That's why liberals ain't pushing that that uh conversation. Uh, let's get some more. My cousin going in. Let's see what she's talking about. Uh, she was the one who chose to go to before a jury instead of a judge. She knew that by the way she looked and sober, she could persuade them. That is why she bleached her hair blind. Mom manipulation. Facts. Hey, it's the same thing that niggas do when they uh when they, throw they yeah throw their glasses on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm already knowing what it's like. It's yeah. like it's just like me. I got dreadlocks. You feel me? But if I'm if I'm facing a big case, you know what I'm saying? My lawyer about that. Hey, George, you might want to you know what I'm saying? You know, cut your hair. It's all about looking. You feel me? A particular Facts. way. Um, Facts. And and and, and it's, it's right, right on the nose. Like somebody said, it's like listen, you're you're. A young white woman. I don't know if white. I I, I don't know if they consider her attractive. I'm not going to speak on that. But it was like you're uh, whatever. You're a white woman with the blonde hair. You let it rain. Let the let the waterworks. You feel me? Get the blonde hair. They'll be sympathetic. You feel me? Nah, bitch. You ran up in a whole nigga crib and shot him. Like ain't enough. Like you, your shit could have been platinum blonde, and niggas still ain't fucking with yeah. you. Yeah, it's, it's not happening like that. It's not having like that. Who else we got? 
Who else we got? Who else we got? Say so Melika said the, uh, that association with lawlessness of black radical thought. So there isn't really a point of making nuanced claims about not disregarding the law. And Melika, you are so damn right. But you know what I'm saying? What I how I'm raised, you feel me? My grandma always said, shit, if you don't control your, you know what I'm saying, reputation, somebody else will. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So shit, I'm 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 just let, letting that go on the record. If anything happened to me, anything, you feel me? Like this shit gonna be here when I'm gone. When I die, people will be able to go back and revisit these and hear my voice. And I'm just putting it on record. You know what I'm saying? Shit, I yeah, and also I, I, and, you know what I mean? Because you saying you're right. And, that, 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 that and also Malachi, it. we on Facebook, bro. Let's yeah, let's, let's 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 point this out. We'll like in turn, nigga. We understand surveillance. You feel me? Yeah, understand so, surveillance. From the I'm perspective of my, surveillance, I'm getting myself to it right now, literally. <laughs> exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah, like you you damn right that black speech is gonna be policed on Facebook. Yeah, oh, we got and we got jobs. Like we got professional mm-hmm. jobs. You feel yeah. me? Like yeah, like we. We and we are part. We're part of the system now. You feel me? Oh, and you man, you a young so buck, and we we encourage your radical. You know what I'm saying? Your radicalization, but then we also encourage your maturity. And you gonna see where niggas is coming from. Shit. Uh, what else we got here? Anybody else? Because then, because then, last thing I'm gonna say on this, you know what I'm saying is, and we can go into the to the to the to the. I feel like the more heavy. Tad more juicier conversation of this uh Amber Geiger Botham Jean conversation, you feel me? It's the black and yeah. stuff. But I know that I brought up a few cases where people have priors, you know what I'm saying? And I know that I'm trying to, I was trying to stick in the Texas, you know what I'm saying? But there's another case, you feel me, that happened in Florida a few years ago, you know what I'm saying, where a woman had no priors and she got sentenced 20 years for firing off a warning shot in her own house. You know what I'm saying? So if you think of to me how I'm looking at it as if we have a clause in America that says by the 14th Amendment, any naturalized citizen has equal protection under the law. You know what I'm saying? To me, I feel like this 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 shows or this 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 literally illustrates what I what I mean by how anti-blackness or black suffering is codified or structured within the law. You know what I'm saying? How black people get hit with harder, harsher consequences, you know what I'm saying, for doing, you know what I'm saying, crimes, you feel me, that's of lesser extent than white people doing bigger crimes. Because I think it's bigger than the police, too. We more, like, I feel like we're convicted, like, five but, times more than white people. No, you know, true. It's, it's, murder, it's, it, it has to do with law. It has, right, it has to do with the way that the law is interpreted in general. But I also think it's important to point out, though, that when we make those distinctions, the the reason why what you saying, George, falls mm-hmm. on deaf ears is mm-hmm. because the I, the understanding uh, or the relationship with criminality and blackness is believed throughout the world, and that's mm-hmm. why that's why I say that 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 understanding of uh, double consciousness is important is because when we say no, it's a problem with the law that the law always reacts to blackness a particular way. The response to that is no. The Agreed. law is responding properly to blackness because blackness has a, a closer relationship to crimi- the criminality. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like uh, the, the the that contrast between Amber Geiger and what's her name, Marissa Marissa Alexander. Alexander. Yeah, that contrast is is uh is kind of nullified and it's answered because niggas is, and that's why it's like always begging the question to me. It, it's not a good way. To start the analysis, but like, what? Well, what if they was black? That's not a good question to start the analysis because we know what if they was black. If they was black, they was gonna get a harsher sentence because of the way the world sees black people, and then the world will respond and answer that question to what if she was black with, yeah, 
because she was probably doing some criminal shit. And we can see that when uh with with uh Trayvon Martin, with Mike Brown, with uh but I don't see I don't uh, see why she fall on deaf ears because within this clause but, it is also uh, innocent and to proven guilty. So you've just acknowledged that there's always a certain association of guilt or criminality when it comes to black people. So me bringing up equal protection under law in the 14th amendment and you know what i'm saying shit innocent to proven guilty to me this calls the the law laws into question in terms of relationship to black people because most people would still to me it's cognitive distance and being able to say yes that's true because black people always act a particular way so they justify niggas getting more time but also you know what i'm saying the law is equal and fair it's like nigga which one <laughs> to me you know yeah. what I'm it's, it's a double but see, but, but, but when you at but when see when you ask that question like which one is it? They're gonna tell you. They're gonna tell you it's equal and fair, but niggas are more more likely to be criminals. Like that's the answer. And you and, and, and I feel like even even me recognizing the people believing because I know I'm I'm going crazy on TikTok, follow your boy. But I know on TikTok, anytime I talk about black people in the law, that that assumption that black people break more laws. Therefore, black people go to jail more. You know what I'm saying? That's always an assumption. But all the statistics, all the data, all the studies show that black people and white people commit crimes at the similar rates. However, black people are just convicted and sentenced at astronomically higher numbers. So, again, to me, it shows the cognitive distance, even if you believe, even if you believe, I feel like it's, it's, first off, it's racist to believe that black folks just commit more crimes. But even if you're racist, you believe <laughs> that, you know what I'm saying, you still have to, you know what I'm saying, acknowledge that when black folks break the law, we more likely to get caught, which proves right. that that law is not fair. Even right. if you want uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but but see, when you say shit like it proves, like who does it prove it to? You feel me? That's that's, it, it, to me, it, that's it, my point. It always proves it to, uh, to to black people, but the people yeah. in power does it prove it to? So that's all to me. I look at it as these different ways of being able to deploy. Uh, to, to I feel like educate other black folks to be able to speak, you know what I'm saying, truth to power on this shit and be able to say what they mean and mean what they say, you know what I'm saying? Because to me, I yeah. feel like me being able to speak is sometimes liberating in a in a world that tells me I, I can't do shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we can uh we could go ahead in this segment um <laughs> where 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 cuz is talking about she said like the black guy who said he was about to blow up the bathroom. They immediately assumed he was, he was talking about, about destroying, destroying the building. He was talking about taking a shit. He was talking about taking his, but you know, like that's that lingo. Like that's why niggas, when we when we out in spaces, we can't just be engaging in the lingo. You feel me? Because when we, but but it's but 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 if Kim Kardashian or Kylie or goddamn Taylor Swift say some shit like that, it'd be cool, laughy, funnable, funny. But a black person said, even in a cultural colloquial, when it comes from my mouth, you know what I'm saying, shit is criminalized. But you know what I'm saying? That's how you know what I'm saying. That's the conversation we're talking about right now. And and, and then before we move on though. Definitely got to point out that when we was talking about Marissa Alexander, the, the the scenario actually gets worse when you think of the fact that she was she uh shot those warning yeah. shots because she was being abused. You feel me? And got twenty Amber, years for defending herself. For defending herself, Amber Geiger got leniency and all type of shit, and she was being a hoe. That she was being, suspected by being she was, a hoe. She was she was but well, she was doing she was doing non-professional things, you know what I'm saying? Try, but and to me, I think that it's not that she was being a hoe, quote unquote, or she was doing, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh I guess being sexual, is that she was she lied and said she was tired. 
You know what I'm saying? And all of yeah. those text messages proved that she was not tired because she was planning to go meet the dude right up this. You know what I'm saying? She's planning on catching a quick shower and changing clothes or some shit. You know what I'm saying? So this proved that she lied. You know what I mean? So a black person lied. You know what I'm saying? I understand. Or a black person lied about committing a crime. This proves our guilt. We finna be sentenced. Crazy, crazy. You know what I'm saying? But you know, shit. Hey, that is what it is. <laughs>